smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast pregnancy and parenthood these are the two choices we make for life for some of us it's a smooth ride for the rest of us it's sometimes even difficult to just begin regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being ivf so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the ivf expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by merk i'm your host deepthi ahuja and i will interview ivf experts from all over india to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind so are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts here we go Considering the conversation surrounding IVF especially in our country we tend to wait a long time before finally consulting an IVF expert but how long should we even wait let's find out in this episode to lend her expertise and 30 years of experience we have with us Dr Nandita Pal Shethkar she is an IVF specialist at Bloom IVF Leelawati Hospital Mumbai hi Dr Nandita how are you hi Dipti how are you I'm good I'm good how have you been how's your day been good it's been a long day started very early but I'm glad to be here chatting with you same here um let's start with something really easy what are the reasons for decrease in fertility rate globally uh decreased fertility rate yes i think you know i began 30 years ago and i realized that uh, i'm seeing more and more patients come to me now with the problem i think it's also uh, you know two things that the age of marriage has really got delayed mm-hmm. uh, people are studying people are busy with their careers or they've not found a partner so they're getting married a little late mm-hmm. and, uh, so fertility is being pushed ahead you know you don't want to have a child early then second is again lifestyle you know you want to i have a lot of couples uh, the girl may not be doing anything but she says oh i want to enjoy my life mm. i want to know my life partner you know whether i want you know whatever the reasons are i want to enjoy my life for 5 years before i start thinking of a baby so it's kind of a lifestyle right. thing also then uh, as i said employment you know your career you want to become financially yes. stable before you start thinking of a child and also stress i think stress is very very important today you know husband is working in bombay wife is in bangalore i think it's really crazy the way uh, today's couples are trying to um, right get their careers work together and get their lives together and mm-hmm. i don't think you have time for intercourse also i mean sexual activity is <laughs> nil i mean yes. time when couples come to me you know ask them do you actually have time to have a baby so uh, i don't believe it two weeks ago one couple actually walked in and they said look we cannot be together when uh, the fertile days are there please help us get pregnant so uh, I mean, these things also are there then the right. other is the pandemic of obesity I think mm. it has hit us all yeah. and that also reduces the fertility rates then you know I'm seeing a lot of young girls there's a rural urban divide definitely mm. 
but i'm seeing a lot of young girls smoking caffeine alcohol drugs you know mm-hmm. all these factors can actually reduce your fertility levels then we have a lot of medical factors which now people are aware of and you know people are getting treated for but endometriosis pod mm. you know i practice even in delhi besides bombay right. and there every out of three patients two patients are pcod I mean, in Bombay, I see one out of four, but wow. in Delhi, it's literally two out of three patients are PCOD, and uh, the fibroids you're seeing, and you're so because you're seeing girls at an older age, there mm-hmm. are more fibroids, etc. Right. Then another thing which I have really found in my practice recently is like twenty-eight-year-old girls coming with the ovary of a forty-year-old. That is oh. accelerated aging. you oh. know it because of stress pollution so many pollutants in our environment in the water and the plastics in our food right. these are known as endocrine disruptors and these can cause uh, low ovarian reserve and accelerated aging in fact uh, there's a scientific uh, uh, you know data which was put out by our indian uh, scientists mm-hmm. saying that indian women age 7 years earlier than the european and the us counter wow so it's really something to uh, you know sit back think about and also autoimmunity you know autoimmunity is when your body attacks your own organs right. so uh, you know the body attacks the thyroid so i think uh, ovary is also one of the organs which gets attacked mm-hmm. and that can lead to infertility then of course thyroid adenomas so these are some of the factors so i think yeah it's a holistic uh, basket which actually causes has increased and plus awareness you know we are aware of more factors than mm. even the men you do you know that 50% of the time the men are responsible for the infertility no but thank you for letting us know <laughs> So today couples come together they yeah. are and I think I'm really happy because they come together they are a unit and mm. uh, they fight it together uh, they take treatment together they're very supportive of each other right. so that's changed in this 30 years you know initially only the girl used to come with the family with the mother-in-law or someone yeah. but now I see a lot of it's just couples I'm you know glad. No, but, older than when the picture at the times. <laughs> that's good to know. Less stress, huh? Um, but uh, at you know, we spoke about age quite a lot. Uh, at what age should one consider getting pregnant, and what are the steps one needs to prepare for it? You know, for a pregnancy. Oh God, that is a question where I will get lynched. <laughs> <laughs> I will ensure that you don't. <laughs> Ideally, hmm. late twenties to early thirties. I mean, that would be uh, the right. best age because, having said that, women age faster. Indian women hmm. age faster. But I think I see a ray of hope. You know, there's something which I wanted to become. universal and i am going to propagate this there's a simple test called serum amh you know we do health checkups i'm sure that you've done a hemoglobin test of course yes you do it uh, probably every year if not if you're not doing it every year please do it you know you're yes. you're doing your sugar Noted. uh you know you're doing this so i think amh should be done in girls once they cross mm. 25 because if your amh is normal so that's fantastic you don't have to bother about your fertility because the girl's aging is reflected in your serum amh report and uh, if you are deferring 
uh, your fertility i think there is a fantastic technology which is available my first patient probably was the first in the world to do it and she's openly talked about it she's miss world diana hayden you know uh-huh. she came to me in 2007 and she uh, told me that look doc i haven't found a partner yet i'm very busy with my career and i definitely want to have lots of children she wanted to have two children and right. one so she said i want to have three children so two children which are biologically mine and one i would like to adopt hmm. so i want to freeze my eggs because i haven't found the right partner yet and i think egg freezing is a solution to all the girls Agreed. who want to have a baby early hmm. but would like to pursue their careers etc and there are a lot of girls who get cancers in early life that's true they uh, cancer is treatable you know you should not give up hope there is life after cancer which is fabulous because the treatments have progressed and but the only problem is with these treatments come infertility hmm so if you want to prevent that you can freeze your freeze fertility. your eggs so right. freeze of eggs is for cancer patients it's for endometriosis patients it's for um, you know preserving your uh, you know delaying your fertility if for whatever reasons whether it's for education whether you've not found a partner whether it's for career financial reasons etc etc right I think, uh, it's a technology which is available so i think uh, the age if you're going the normal routine way 28 to 32 would be uh, ideal age mm. at 45 the fertility definitely starts declining hmm. today as i told you you can do your serum amh level every year right. like a checkup and right. you watch your fertility and uh, if you yeah. feel it's dropping that time take steps to preserve it and if it's normal there's no need and if you reach hit you're hitting 34 35 hmm. and you still have no intentions of having a child in the next couple of years that time freeze it But mm. if you're 28 and your AMH is dropping, freeze it at 28. Wow! Because it's too late otherwise. Yes. I think you need to, you know, be very proactive and think out of the box. Right. And Makes a lot of sense. Technology. I think we all techno savvy. Today, come on, I'm sitting in my house. You're. I don't know where you are sitting. I'm in the studio <laughs> in the HD Smartcast so, studio. Yeah. I'm in Bombay, and it's amazing. I'm in Delhi. conversation we are having and you're yes. taking the interview so it's all technology so Absolutely. we use technology in every aspect of life in right. fact apj abdul kalam said technology is the best gift to medicine ah and- i didn't know that yes. i didn't know that hmm nice uh, so um, are there any symptoms now that you've uh, you know apart from of course uh, for females that you know after 34 35 uh, they should get you know tests done and then they should find out for themselves if their fertility rate is dropping and if that is the case then they should definitely look at freezing the eggs if they want to have biological children but for men also are there any symptoms that you know a couple should collectively look out for which tell them that their reproductive health isn't you know all that great i think uh, let's focus on the woman and the man separately yes okay? if yes. you look at the woman i think if your periods are irregular there are problems with the periods that should be a red flag to tell you that there is something wrong uh, you know periods depend on ovulation right so your eggs are not getting ready properly periods go haywire 
so that would be one sign secondly a lot of infection and pain you know vaginal discharge which is you know which is causing a lot of abdominal pain that means you have pelvic infections yes that can cause problems also also pain can be associated with endometriosis so i mm. think these are the red flags which you must go to your doctor mm. you must see your doctor uh, the other things are that i think personally you know what you should also stop your lifestyle changes you know right. the alcohol the smoking is a no no hmm those are boys because it affects the fertility hmm. it does not only the fertility but even if you're pregnant and smoking the child gets affected passive right. smoking is equally bad and for men the smoking reduces the sperm count so smoking then alcohol then a healthy lifestyle Hmm. sleeping on time the biological clock the rhythm eating healthy yeah eating healthy is very very important also yeah. i think maintaining a um, weight balance you know being in the normal weight or exercising right. say 45 minutes of walk every day or some kind of exercise so i think basically being healthy which we none of us are you know how, right. how we talk about it and But considering it, you also spoke about stress i think being also mentally healthy yeah mental health is very very important especially right. during covid times we've realized what problems we can have mentally right. so mental stress is also very very important if you go to the man um, the, the what we think about in a man is you know if he's had mumps in childhood i think it's very important to ask for mumps in childhood to ask your parents if you've had because that can really cause a semen uh, count to go down right and it's very important so we just do a simple test called semen analysis you know mm. uh, which is done on a two day or a three day old sample you mm. don't not had sex for like 15 days and you give your semen the report is not correct so you know the semen has to just be 2 days or 3 days old right or uh, any erectile dysfunction they have a problem with sex loss of libido etc failure mm-hmm. of ejaculation you know all these obviously are red flags but these are treatable problems right they're not right. a big deal any kind of infection in the husband of course right now dr nandita you mentioned that uh, you know covid is causing a lot of uh, issues as well are there any effects on fertility of coronavirus and is there any correlation between covid and fertility a uh, good question because uh, we were battling with covid the whole of last yes. year and even we're still battling with it yes. but fortunately if you had asked me this question one year ago uh, we were groping in the dark you know mm. we were saying yeah there are um, the receptors on the eggs on the uterus on the placenta on the sperms etc mm. it could affect but today fortunately at the end of like say 18 months we've got enough data to show us that uh, covid is a viral infection yes during its infective period it can affect the husband's semen analysis hmm. it can reduce the count it can reduce the motility and all that but uh, the effect wears off as the person recovers and the severity of covid the severe are its effects on the male factor you know that's mm. the semen analysis so if he recovers well i think it's no long standing effects have actually been noticed fortunately none of the studies actually show any uh, effects on the female fertility woohoo <laughs> so yes also another thing is you know today i got a patient 
Hmm. They are not. I said, have you taken the COVID vaccine? No, I'm not taken it because I'll get period uh, problems. I said, hello, please. That is a myth. Yes. COVID vaccine does hmm. not affect periods. Does not affect fertility. It hmm. does not make you infertile. So please get those thoughts out of your mind. So COVID hmm. vaccine can be taken by men and women, and should be taken because you should not get COVID if possible during pregnancy. Right. And it's very important. And uh, I would tell women that if your husband has had COVID, wait till he becomes uh, better before you start trying to conceive. Right. And definitely, I propagate the vaccine to all my patients. But what I do is, if I'm doing test your baby or IVF, I wait for one month post vaccine. Hmm. You know, just uh, to see that the effect of the vaccine, you know, is not uh, there on the body. I hear so, you. Yeah, so that's it. Awesome. The thing that COVID has actually, sorry. I know I can't stop talking, but <laughs> and I think it needs to be told us because of COVID, a lot of people stayed back at home. They were scared. So what we started doing was video consults, and I think the technology has been exploited like crazy. And now, in fact, even though we've started physical uh, consultations, people are very happy with video consults because they don't have to come to the clinic and wait for half an hour, forty-five minutes for the doctor. They don't have to find parking spaces. Hmm. Us. You know what I mean? They don't yes. have to travel, spend the travel time of one hour to reach the clinic. Yeah. Like you said, uh, and like Avisha Abdul Kalam said, uh, technology is a gift to medicine. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, so. It has changed the mentality of all of us. Right. So I think it's really, really a boon. And uh, also that a lot of people who didn't come for IVF, you know, those girls who had low ovarian reserve, unfortunately, mm. Went into lost eighteen months, oh. but fortunately, um, a lot of them came back after three months. We did start IVF work. The three month, three four months, the units IVF was shut down because we really didn't know. Everybody was scared. They didn't mm. know the effect of COVID on the IVF. Right. So, but now we know that it is safe. The world over, everything has started, and especially in patients of cancer, patients with low ovarian reserve. And patients who are advanced maternal age, they need to do it sooner rather than later. And those patients should not worry and just go ahead and do their cases. Right. Nice. Um, now you know you spoke about uh, you spoke about alcohol. You spoke about smoking. You spoke about eating healthy. Are there any other lifestyle factors that need to be avoided? You know, so that fertility issues can be sorted. I mean, fertility is something that is very, very important, and if that needs to be priority number one, what are the other lifestyle factors that need to be taken care of? Create time for yourselves to actually have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Time. Uh, have a date night. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I think give time to each other, and also what I feel is a Mediterranean diet. Mm. Our Indian diet is a very carbohydrate-rich diet, right. so we need to move towards a very uh, a vegetarian, high-protein diet. Mm. Uh, those we have a lot of vegetarians in India, so high proteins in any forms are good. Pulses, to- legumes, all of that. Pulses, etc., etc. You know, mm. milk products, cheeses, and all. 
and uh, if you have fish eaters amazing fish is fabulous and especially the right. fatty fishes you know mackerel and the salmons and all the indian salmon is also good. i'm hungry now yeah you're hungry <laughs> yes. and you know fruits and vegetables with lots of colors so your ah. plate should have plenty of colors you know the reds the oranges of the carrots the beets uh, you know all kind of colors The so greens, basically basically food should not just taste good it should also look good and colorful for you to be able yeah. to consume all the nutrients that's and a wonderful point yeah and occupation also you know if right. you're working in a very uh, like a toxic environment like uh, you know uh, men work in very hot you know lower class or those who are working in a very hot environment like a bakery or something right right their sperm counts are lower because they're exposed to heat all the time don't right. sit with your laptops on your lap for the men mm. uh, because it creates heat the laptops create heat so those kind of things i think these things and your biological uh, circadian rhythm Hmm. You know, uh, you, if you're working nights and sleeping during the days and all, then you know your whole cycle gets disrupted. So you yeah. need to get that into well as much as you can. You should, but huh. then you should sleep during the day. You know, you have to get it adjusted. Right. You know, are there any underlying medical conditions? You, of course, you mentioned the pandemic of obesity. Of course, there is that. But are there any other medical conditions that can affect ovulation or fertility? And uh, even uh, you know, with those uh, medical conditions, are there prescription drugs uh, that a couple might take for pre pre existing conditions that could have an impact on fertility? So, two part question. <laughs> So I think medical conditions like uh, diabetes and all uh, uncontrolled diabetes can have an effect. In fact, it can lead to an increased abortion rate, increased abnormalities in a child, and right. uh, you have hypertension. You know, uh, the pregnancy becomes very rocky. It may not affect your fertility per se. Then, if you have a polycystic ovary, again, it causes ovulation problems. Then, any kind of hormonal, you know, imbalance like a thyroid or a prolactin again that can cause infertility so you need to have correction of this then as i mentioned before endometriosis is a horrible disease which causes infertility mm-hmm. and endometriosis affects even 15 and 16 year old girls who have just started their periods you know you have to have periods to get endometriosis right right so i think uh, it needs to be handled well uh, and it needs to be treated well and they should be offered egg freezing again and again i'm saying that because you know what young girls land up with problems hmm. so they should be offered this then another thing which i've seen in young girls is ovarian tumors you know they are not cancer oh. they're not cancers right. they were like a dermoid cyst or something like that so if you're removing it dermoid cyst can come back again mm-hmm. so then these girls you can preserve her fertility again right you can freeze right. her eggs and keep it before she develops again and in the end she lands up with you know very little ovary which will not produce any um, eggs at all mm-hmm. right. so, so that can be there uh, then uh, and the, for men Drugs, uh, men. I think tuberculosis is bad. Any kind of infections are bad, and even men, even uh, hormones. You know, like mm. diabetes causes uh, increase in abnormalities in the sperm count. Right. So all these medical conditions need to be controlled. Uh, for men, also certain drugs cause impotence. 
you know oh. yeah ace inhibitors for hypertension and all that so mm. those need to be checked when they are on all these drugs so drugs like as i said you know angiotensin inhibitors angiotensin 2 antagonists then isoretinoin which is very common for acne you know the dermatologists yes. give it so you cannot have it when you're trying to have a baby because it can affect the fetus then of course um, alcohol cocaine vitamin a is also not pregnancy lithium drugs for tuberculosis oh so basically i mean lithium is subscribed for i think uh, bipolar disorder quite often yeah. right and uh, so that can also be a problem drugs for mental disorders are a lot of them are not permitted while you want to conceive so if i have a patient of say epilepsy you know huh. mental uh, depression i uh, send them back to their physician and tell them that look please change the prescription so that uh, you give drugs which are safe during pregnancy oh so there is a work around yes of course thank so god drugs definitely come on i think uh, that's what is important hmm. so uh, the obstetrician should recognize this and you know send her back to a physician to make sense make the changes make sense and of course male hormones also we don't give them during pregnancy right right um so finally i mean let's let's come to the question of the hour um how long should a couple try to conceive before actually seeing a fertility expert for ivf maybe uh if you ask me <laughs> i think there are some things which a couple should do when they start trying for a child uh-huh. like i the semen analysis of the husband mm-hmm. and uh, the amh and a sonography of the wife if everything is normal then if she's under 35 one year is good enough but let me not you know i'm too aggressive and too radical so okay let me go back to my original what everybody should do yeah. that yeah for one year you can definitely try unprotected sex if you're under 35 hmm between 36 and 40 i think the period should be shortened to 6 months hmm. and above 40 i think you should investigate and then if everything is normal then depending on the doctor you can you know you can discuss it with your doctor but i right. feel with the young girls that i'm seeing hmm and with the young men that with problems i think if you're trying to get pregnant like you go for preconception counseling hmm there yeah. like if a patient comes to me i make them do a semen analysis i make them do a amh i okay. make them do an ultrasound and i give her folic acid i give her vitamin b12 vitamin d yes. you know supplement her with all that hmm. and check whether she is healthy so i think it should be done it should right. be It's a, it's just a healthy uh, sort of a practice that one yeah. a couple should ideally do should, be should consult in counseling and uh, try and get your weight normalized hmm you know so and get all your habits straightened up you know if you're smoking reduce kya log sun rahe hain my i think they'll say ye doctor ke paas nahi jana hai bahut tharp kare ya smoking mat karo nahi bhai but karna padega right like social smoke uh, alcohol i'm not talking about social smoking somebody that they told me i'm a social smoker i said i didn't know there was something called social smoking 
yeah i hear you i hear that <laughs> i understand so uh, just to sum it all up uh, a couple should ideally wait for maybe a year if they are below 35 uh, they should in any case consult a gynecologist for preconception counseling um, they should get their amh serum done they should get the sperm count checked they should get uh, and they should get all the supplements and especially now ultrasound for the girl <laughs> and the ultrasound for the girl and uh, i think uh, this is a very important point that you picked up the idea of supplementing yourself with different kinds of vitamins different kinds of i mean because considering how covid is affecting us we are getting deficiencies after deficiencies like the amount of the amount of friends i have including myself who has you know we all have so many deficiencies that we never even thought we we would have and that's happened immediately after getting covid so i think uh, yeah great idea i mean and i think we should all whenever we want to conceive we should all you know at least go to a gynecologist koi sharam koi haya nahi isme Oh, I think it's important. Just go and see that you're healthy to start having a baby. Because remember one thing: hmm. whatever happens to the baby in the uterus, whatever good things and whatever insults, the baby is going to have that in its later life. So, if you insult the baby in the womb, the baby is going to develop diabetes, hypertension later on in life. Right. So the baby can blame the mother. So, if today you have problems, you can blame your mother for. Oh wow! <laughs> This is another revolutionary idea. <laughs> And you have obesity today is because your mother had a carb-rich diet. One of oh. the reasons, yes. So I didn't know that. If your baby becomes a low birth weight baby or a very high, large for gestational age baby, it has repercussions when the child grows up. Interesting. Very yes. cool. Very different science which has developed now. This has definitely been one of the most enlightening conversations. Thank you so much Dr. Nandita for your time. Thank you so much for taking out time in your busy schedule to do this with us. Thank you. Even I enjoyed chatting with you. I think it was so nice and uh, enjoyed. Uh, you were so beautifully absorbing all the knowledge that I gave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I mean uh, uh, honestly I am absorbing all this information for my future as well i do have uh, you know adenomyosis i do have uh, vitamin d vitamin b12 deficiency because i got covid so this information is going to be helpful for anybody who's probably going to look at conception in the future or is already looking at it right now um thank you once again uh, dr nandita for taking out time that's it for this episode we'll be back with another one super soon until then chin up yaar aur koi bhi sawal ho to reach out to us at healthshots that is hd healthshots for updates on this podcast follow us on at hd smartcast hd s m a r t c a s t we are present on facebook instagram twitter youtube clubhouse linkedin you name it to listen to more such podcasts log on to hd smartcast com और सुनो नए नजरिए से यू वर लिस्निंग टू हेल्थ शॉट्स ब्रॉट टू यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट